Welcome to If Not Us Then Who, a fan fiction, no, a fan fiction inspired actual play podcast playing a game called Spindle Wheel, where we are taking uh, established properties, Star Wars specifically, and making a better story with it. Because if we don't, who will? Not Disney, that's for fucking sure. Um, <laughs> my name is Riley. I use he, they pronouns. Uh, and I am joined today by Vita. Hi, I'm Vita. I use she, her pronouns. I am joined today by Caitlin. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I use they, them pronouns. I am joined today by Seth. This is Seth. He uses he, him. No, and this we... is Patrick. <laughs> no, this is Patrick. <laughs> and we are joined on the field of battle at dawn. We are here to finish, maybe, I, I say boldly, I think we're here to finish our game of Spindle Wheel, our world building for our Star Wars universe. Um, it's fucking sick. Uh, last time on Dragon Ball Z, we killed Kylo Ren dramatically. Mm -hmm. We had, uh, <laughs> fucking Poe start a, uh, a fucking, like, weird monarchy. <laughs> we had, uh, uh, Force eco-warriors trying to take back Nalhada and, and Narshada and make it into a, uh, like, utopian Gaia planet. We have the Shroud, a big spooky thing that is pod peopling people, like taking over their 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 being and making them speak with the one voice of the Shroud. And then after 80 years of that, they did not age, did not grow, did not change, but instead just got better. <laughs> they still have powers, and the Shroud is still there, but they are uh, in the driver's seat. Uh, Kyber crystals are used as power sources to connect mundane things to the Force. The Night Sisters have a chosen child that is that they are parroting around to be like, "Hey, yo, look at our," because uh, they're very culty now. Look at our, look at our Messiah, and everyone's like, oh, "Okay." The Bone Eaters are showing up in people's dreams, like Freddy Krueger, and killing them a day later. Um, but there's also people who are trying to defend, uh, who can also go into dreams and are trying to protect those people from the Dream Eaters. Um, I feel like that's, uh, that's most of the, the big stuff here. We had some emotional moments with Finn and, uh, Hux. We had, uh, you know, we have a potential war brewing. I think, I think we're good. I think that's about everything. Yeah, y'all? Yes. All right. Vita or Caitlin, which one of you want to go first? I can go. Vita. I've had so much coffee. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I am unkillable. Again, can fight God. <laughs> I was just going to say, not even God can stop me. Vita, your card is the unicorn. Rare and wondrous. Yeah, rare and wondrous. Skittish frame stilled with a calm touch. Or. Bop, bop. Boop, boop. Beautiful and territorial. Horn dipping with poacher's blood. <laughs> dripping with poacher's blood. I'm smart. I can read. <laughs> right. So we've got we've got the lady who learned everything from the hermit healer person. Mm -hmm. yeah, and we have the lady who is a bounty hunter and we said that they were dating. We did we see. We did not establish it in ca in canon. So I do want to establish it right now. Yay! Uh, so I'm, pick I'm picking uh, um, unicorn rare and wonderful skittish frame stilled by a, with a calm touch. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And I've forgotten both of their names. Allura is the force one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Allura and where's the where is it? Allura she... over here, way over here. Okay, planet healing. She learns planet healing, and the other one is the one that's spreading Mars's kind word. So yep, I Adara think that Festival. they've run into each other um, on the the heart planet. So they run into each other as Allura is trying to do some some good healing stuff, and Adara is, I don't know, she's passing passing through, mm-hmm. spreading the kind word. I don't know what she's doing. Uh, but they 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 meet. They have a meet cute. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where. I am imagining a clearing and a tree, and one of them is in the tree. <laughs> Riley is writing a Nazi hunter and an eco terrorist have a meet cute. <laughs> Can it be it. any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's some like shoujo anime. I hope I pronounced that right. I'm sorry, I don't watch anime. I'm not a nerd. Um, <laughs> yeah, with, like, get on Thank you. Uh, scenes with like flower petals and things growing back to life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what is also growing to life is the fact that they are in lesbians. And <laughs> that is it. And they are now an established couple. End scene. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Rare and wondrous. I love that. All right, cool. Oh, can Adara, like, protect Alora while she's doing planet healing? Yes. uh, Can Adara... So, here's my pitch. Adara took a bounty on just somebody who's out here making trouble uh, for for somebody, you know? It's been long enough that she's just like, cool, I'm just taking jobs again. The kind word's been pretty good. I've been told that this person's out here, like, trying to, like, take over a planet. That's fucked up. And then she rolls up and is like, oh, no, she's hot. Oh, sick. I love that. Yes. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, no, she's, like, trying to heal the planet. Wait, whoever told me on this pitched it wrong. Yes. Yes, that happened. I love it. Um, also, can we add that, like, if you're doing the 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 healing, you like can't do other things. Like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that yep. is like that takes your th- concentration. So, like, if somebody walks up on you doing that, like, they could just kill you. Seth, what's happening, Captain? An apprentice is happening. Ooh. Bright-eyed, strong-willed, attentive, and ambitious, or resentful. Bullheaded and complacent. Quietly googling complacent. Complacent is like the, I'm I'm fine, you know, like yeah. just like chill, like it's like, like doesn't really put doesn't in. Want to stir it up is shit. good with the status quo. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uncritical satisfaction with oneself or achievements. Oh, we've already I done just... enough with Poe Dameron. <laughs> <laughs> I need more. I need more bright, bright eyes. I need more sweet, sweet, sweet. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. you should turn around. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna. Ooh, where are we gonna? I I can give you a list of loose ends that we currently have of people uh, that need sure. to be fleshed out. So we don't know who takes over the the potato ship after uh Poe dies. Okay, because Poe won't live forever. You know, he's yeah. like uh at this point he's like. 60, 65, and Which, he's going to be 75, 85, 90. I was going to say, 
I, I I get a very strong feeling that that Poe Dameron doesn't die quietly of old age. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He does some dumb shit, probably. Yeah. And so <laughs> we don't know whose successor is, or okay. how they're picked. We also don't know anything about the kid Messiah for the Night Sisters. We also don't know what the fuck Malvina Duskrunner does after she kills Kylo Ren with his own lightsaber. <laughs> she takes um, it, obviously. Yeah, we well, yeah. are. Uh, yeah, I got something. So mm-hmm. the potato ship, I yes. think. Um, what if that? And feel free to bat this back. But what if it's some kind of? Because my my idea is that he's very very. His heart is married to the way that wars look in the posters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that in that pursuit of idealism, uh, Poe kind of creates something like a, a golden-hearted mercenarial-like force. That's like we're not we're not like married to a specific government. Or ideology, but if you need good guys to do good things, we're gonna swoop in there with our really cool ships. So yeah, I I, I think that Poe started it, started this this mercenarial squad of do-gooders, mm-hmm. and the one that takes over it is the one that really soars with it, because mm-hmm. I think that they see maybe his flaws. Mm-hmm. And and come at it with the with the same hope, but a little more uh, humility. Mm-hmm. I love I like that a lot. the The line Poe loves how war looks in the pictures is so damning. That's so good, <laughs> it's so true as well. Yeah, yeah. Get the feeling. So I don't know her name yet, but um. Oh yes, I do. Oh, uh, I have it right here. It is Ando Keen. That is A N D O Mm -hmm. uh, K E A N E. When do we think that uh, Poe dies? And how do you Um, think he goes? I'm going to ask you to decide this for him. Rough. Rough. Okay. (sighs) I mean, where is he? Where is he in his 60 to 65 age? How old is Poe Dameron during The Last Jedi? On the website reddit.com, they say Poe's 32 in The Force Awakens. Sexy. So, 32 in The Force Awakens. And then we go, like, 25, 25, so he's 57 here. So that means 20 years from then, and he's 77. Okay, 77's good. Yeah? Yeah. That is young to die. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't want to be an old man, though. Please, an old man, an old old man, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, Pio dies over here. Yeah, I think. Seth, can I wish for something? By all yes. means. Can Bail you make it gay, gay and tragic? Certainly. <laughs> I I want it to be. I'm yeah. I'm running with this. I want mm-hmm. it to be in a vehicle, mm-hmm. and I want it to to be uh, for a, uh, 
Yeah, sacrifice for Finn's benefit? Question mark. Hmm. How so? How how does this work? What's Finn doing? As of right now, Finn is like pushing. Finn has been kind of like he left the he left the first order, and the first man he saw was was Poe, and yeah. he cared a lot about Poe, and like Poe, like he seemed like it seemed like Poe cared a lot about him for a while, and then it's like kind of been weirdly. It's not exciting. Finn's not exciting anymore. And, like, that has bummed Finn out. But, like, Finn hasn't left because he loves Poe. And so, like, Poe has gone on to try to, like, lead this new, uh... He, he, he goes off to lead this new government. And, like, goes off to get into, like, wars where he's like, he's the good guys that come in and bust up the bad guys. Yeah. Finn doesn't want to be a soldier anymore, right? Like... Right, that's so that's what, but that that's what's that's what has to. I think that's what has to. Not necessarily that specifically on the head has to change, but like his situation of kicking it is it like goes out the window. He gets caught up in something again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's getting complicated. I don't know I these know. characters well enough. I know. I know. And well, part of that is like they didn't flesh them out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're here to fix. Is we're here like, to say that, like, yeah, you. I was well. I I like like we know for all of his res reticence, Finn ultimately has a good heart. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what conflict did he get caught up in? I mean, let's see. In this little middle area, we have. Finn has a good heart. Wait, Finn is yeah. force sensitive, isn't he? But, uh, that's a that's a the Rise of Skywalker thing, so we can take that as we want it to. If it works for us, I'm done. Because what if what if bone eaters? Hey, oh. yeah, there it is. I love it. The bone eaters come for Finn. Yeah. Oh, um, boy. and and uh, he. Oof. Gets rescued somehow. Swoops in I mean, and saves the day. And like they're like, all right, we're gonna go take out the fucking like the husband of the person that runs this big uh that that like is like the the maverick of whatever this uh government is that we don't know the name of yet. Yeah. And um like Finn is like, hey, I think that they're coming for me. And Poe is like, not on my watch loads into his ship and is like just goes to meet them you know what i mean like yeah intercepts all, intercepts a chase mm -hmm, uses all the government's resources to like save his boyfriend his, his yeah. husband husband like, his husband i fixed it i corrected <laughs> like is like going through and like utilizing all of that and like will make is like well i'm gonna read these guys out i'm gonna hunt them down and i think that there comes a point where like you can be a great pilot, but when you get old, it's just like some of that like kind of fades. Well, and like how much same... practice has he had, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And also, you can't be lucky forever. Mm -hmm. Eventually, that luck runs out. Yeah. And so, I think that there's a a stray shot, and I think that like he goes down, and I think that like I think that like there's a part of Finn that's relieved in my reading of this, because, like, 
having been a soldier your whole life, run away from being so a soldier, and then like falling in love with a man who loves the idea of war, like can't feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why did we make the gays so sad? Can we yeah. have some happy gays? <laughs> yeah, uh, we do. <laughs> They're right down here. We do. That that is true. We have the lesbians. Yeah. Every everyone in canon <laughs> is falling oh, apart. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. The pro- the the pro- the biggest problem is that like every like the main characters that that as they had set them up have big flaws and like not in like a way that is positive. You know what I mean? And so like Kylo like falls apart. Poe has like a huge issue with him as a person, and like. Finn could have been on to somewhere happier. Yeah. We can give him somewhere happier. Like, Poe is dead. That doesn't mean Finn is. That's true. Yeah, he gets, I, I, I like the idea of him getting a measure of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we can fit, we can address that as a, as a loose thread that we can fill in. So Vita's gone, Seth is gone. Spinster, a recluse, obscured by obligation, rootless and and efficient, or spinster, an affable hermit, a professor lost in thought. Um, hmm. Obscured by obligation, rootless and efficient, an affable hermit, a professor lost in thought. Is this, finally, this action, what pushes Finn to, like, be like, I think that, like, maybe we shouldn't do war quite as often as we do up here in these stars. <laughs> Does Finn become, like, a a leader of, like, a just a straight, like, blanket anti-war movement? Like, is that, like, a thing where he is just, like, throughout history, like, these things have continued to happen and, like, they have been, like, romanticized and they have been, like, Pro- they have promised uh they have promised glory to those with heads in the clouds and they have only brought more pain like constantly to everybody i like and- the idea but i don't think it's like like if poe is becoming or sorry finn if finn is becoming like the lead like the leader of an anti-war movement as the widower of a big politician mm-hmm. i don't know that he's really like a spinster or an affable hermit? You're right. Well, that's why I was reading that as a perf- like, I was reading that not a. Uh... So, get rid of the recluse. I'm focusing mm-hmm. in on the lines here: the obscured by obligation, rootless and efficient. Mm-hmm. Like, like he he doesn't want to live in like the like the yay fun time war. Like, yeah. I guess I still have an issue with it, I think, just because of, like, rootless. Like, if you're fighting uh-huh. to not have war in your society, I don't think you're rootless. I think you have pretty deep roots. <laughs> true. True, 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 true. Then is there another figure? Is the... Is the person... Is there a person that... Because I want to help Finn have something to do here as well. I mean, we do have an actual hermit in the game. We do have an actual hermit, but so, he, has to, he has to be fucked off. <laughs> he has to not be bothered. I didn't want to bother him. <laughs> Just because you asked.
ask for something, that doesn't mean you get it. <laughs> I could give it to somebody. <laughs> um. Okay. So we have this healer. We have this person who's like been healing worlds and is like, fuck off and I can teach you and does fuck off. This is actually before that. This is before he fucked off. This is before he's like, fuck off and I can teach you. Like, this is someone who's like, this is like 20 years before. This is him hanging out on this planet, like still working to make it, uh, make it better, right? Yeah. No, this is before that. This is before he even goes over there to that to start regrowing that planet. I think that like he meets up with Finn in some way, and I think that that is where like again through like environmentalists love can bloom. <laughs> um I think that like these two can meet up with each other. And I think that they can like Maybe on that planet, maybe Finn was there too, and we didn't see him off camera. Like, he's like, he has been traveling around with the Hermit as he's been regrowing planets, or regrowing a planet, and then just been like, it's just been their gay, gay, like, beautiful, like, like fucking planet paradise, you know what I mean? I like that. Because I feel like that goes with your pacifism thing, too, of mm -hmm. Finn's just like, no, fuck this, I'm just gonna, like, go fuck off and try to make things better. Yeah. I like that, but I'm gonna put that there. Um, what's his partner's name? Um, Finn meets with the hermit, who I'm going to name right now. Uh, Chamberlain Verge. Love it. Ooh. We have had some ha happy relationships here in Star Wars. <laughs> um, Caitlin, your turn. Yes. Duchess, a passionate ally, a generous patron, or a lavish host. Or, Duchess, bad with money, hostile to criticism, detached from reality. Well, we already killed Poe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know what I want to do with this one. Mm -hmm. um, so, I want to do, yeah, I want to do the passionate ally one. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to I focus on the lavish part, because I want it to be like... I want there to be a Duchess of Dathomir who oh, okay. who is not associated with the Night Sisters knowingly. Um and is very like lavish and doting and grace great graceful or whatever to like pose government or whatever. Mm hmm Um but like the Night Sisters kind of know, like, she's like, she, like, we could kind of play her for uh -huh. a fool a little bit. So, the Duchess of Dathomir. Um, so, does Dathomir have a civilization again? Is it one of those planets that have gotten healed? Or is, like, maybe in the process of healing? Is, I like that, is in the process of healing. <coughs> has, a, has a society. I think that's just, like, her Her personality is overconfident. Like, everything about her, like, in her money, in her connections, in the fact that she can, like, be on this planet and, like, not have the Night Sisters be legitimized but not be fighting them. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. 
the Duchess of Dathomir and is like and is is cool with Poe's government, which is now uh uh now now Keen's government. Matt By Keen. the way, yes. speaking of Poe's government, um I found out what a Demarkey is. Yes. Uh, it is a uh, a form of government uh, in which the state is governed by randomly selected decision makers, um, known as a sortition in Athenian democracy. So mm-hmm. they could be the sortocracy. Could be a what? Well, whatocracy? Uh, a sortocracy. Sortoc. Sortocracy. Yeah, I am making that word up a little bit, but it's like a, a crassy by sortition, or they could be the sortition. Or we could come up with a new name, but I like I kind of like the idea that they 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 try to do a revolving door. Like it, that's very idealistic. That and it would probably totally crash and burn. But ancient Athens apparently did it. I, I'm da- I'm down with the the Maverick sortocracy. How's that sound? Yeah, I like that. Sure. Um, I think too. Like the big thing with the Duchess of Dathomir is like she doesn't want to like condemn the Night Sisters. Um, but she doesn't like. She thinks they're a cult. She doesn't want them legitimized, but she doesn't want to fight them. Hmm. So there's like a weird balancing act that she's like mm-hmm. definitely overconfident in her ability to handle. Doesn't love the Night Sisters, but isn't anti them. Thinks they are a cult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I feel like she's basically just like like religious freedom, I guess, but like. Don't do, <laughs> don't do bad things. Don't do that. <laughs> like just chill. Duchess All of right. Dathomir sounds so good. I like saying it. It's it's got a good ring to it. All right. And then, well, because we needed another like Duke or Duchess, because the fact that Count Duku is just like actually a count <laughs> is like deeply upsetting to me. Therefore, we also have to do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. <laughs> Does that mean next is Vita? Artisan. Master of none. Governed by moods. Blinded by an unattainable ideal. Or artisan. A skillful hand. A practiced eye. A weathered tool of a clean slate. We haven't heard from Ray for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we, it's because she, we, she beefed it. Oh, she did beef it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she yeah. beefed okay, it I'm with sorry. the junction. Oh, no, don't she be. She did. I have forgotten. <laughs> right, so who is still alive? Maz is still alive. Maz is still alive. Right. Uh, at this point, Poe is dead. Finn has like a happy planet that he's like getting to live on. Um, we don't. We have not touched or heard from Rose Tico outside of the fact that I say that one of her kids is in the uh, the Force Bound. Um, yeah. We have not heard from um... <sighs> who else. <laughs> We haven't heard from Baby Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Just a gas station clerk at this point. (laughs) Just a Seven Eleven on Tatooine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, most of the the sequel trilogy characters, I think we have found a home or an ending for Um, Mm. Dusk Runner, who's the character, the night, the one of the Knights of Ren. Um, last we heard from her, she killed Kylo with his own lightsaber. Um, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go back to her mm-hmm. and pick artisan, master of done, governed by moods, blinded by an unattainable ideal. I think her killing Kylo is what completely alienates her from 
the rest of the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. Whatever's and left of whatever's left of them. Yeah, and she just strikes out on her own and becomes a lone wolf at this point. And mm-hmm. uh, um, she like it's 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 I. Uh, what is the unattainable ideal? Like, I think... I think she wants to find the... What is the the thing called? The shroud. Mm-hmm. I Ooh. think that becomes her goal. To, like, f- physically find where the shroud is located. And, like, commune with it. That's cool. It's sort of close to... Uh, what is the... The, the 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 place where it says not his dumbass. Not I think it's close to that. Dang. Alright. Yeah, Very I'm cool. down with that. I'm down with that. Which also now establishes her as like a cool alien that gets to live a long time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um because we don't know what she looks like because she's wearing a mask. Yeah, we have never <laughs> so she's a cool alien. We have never I'm, I'm so sorry, I was typing for a minute. I I actually don't know specifically who we're talking about. A Malvina Duskrunner? That's what I thought. Okay, cool. (laughs) Very cool. Especially since that's then, like, 60 years later, all of a sudden, like, the people who were, like, shrouded wake up. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That middle area is now very interesting, because what the fuck happened? (laughs) Good shit. Uh, Seth, I believe you're next. I'm so frickin' ready. Flap. Heavy crown. One of my favorite spindle wheel cars. A sword bent into a crown, a brow cut by the weight, a miracle forged and blood spilled. Or the power of leadership outweighed by the burden of responsibility. Lord, I gotta go with number one, because that's just fucking fire. This one right here? A sword bent into a crown, a brow cut by the weight of a, uh, a miracle forged. In blood spilled. This is gonna do well, first inclination, and I I might back off of it if, if we get into mm-hmm. it. It's not not really like slapping, mm-hmm. but I think this has to do with the bone eaters and specifically the offshoot knights of Ren that get absorbed by the bone eaters. The the fucking Ren withdrawers or whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, which that's I a, that's I... already a real name for the Mandalorians from Sabine <laughs> Ren. <laughs> Um, I have a I have a name for them. I by the way, I will name everything. So if you, if you need me to stop, I will. God bless you. No, <laughs> thank you. I need I am, that. I, I am a slut for naming things. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> um. So the offshoot of the Knights of Ren, which are called the Hadari Retinue. Oh God, you're good at that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um. They, I think they get under the wing of the Bone Eaters. And over time, their strength grows until it gets to kind of a Hux Kylo situation where they're weirdly neck and neck mm-hmm. um, for the the leader of the Bone Eaters. And I think maybe they get strong enough to... Hmm, I'm not there yet. Seth, I have a pitch if you want help. Yes, I would love, I would love a pitch. Okay, so this is mean and terrible, but... Good. <laughs> What else is new? Um, to push the game forward a little bit, what if this is about the Messiah kid? Oh, yes. And like, like shit has broken very bad since she was a sweet, wide-eyed child. And like being a sweet, wide-eyed child raised by a cult and then thrust into the public eye has led to like 
a holy war? Oh, <laughs> okay. And she has had to uh, deal with that and like be the leader of something that she didn't really have a choice in, and that has left her a pretty fucked up person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, a miracle forged in spilled blood. I really love the idea of uh, a sweet kid growing up in a in a really like. <laughs> I mean, like the old Night Sisters were very intense. And, yeah. Uh, that, well, and I like of... I to me, she's kind of like if I got to write Ventress, where instead of Ventress getting sent away and all of her problems coming from her continuous abandonment, it's like what happens mm-hmm. if you are too on top of someone? Yeah. So so. <clears throat> Is it a situation where the miracle forged in blood spilled is like her kind of coming into her own and taking like kind of accepting the role and taking power of it or like making a big change? And like, I feel like there should be something that she does that like makes it very hard to argue that she's not chosen. Yeah, I don't With- like I don't want to commit to like definitively saying one way or the other. But I like her getting, like, a stronger mythos of, like, it being pretty fucking hard to argue with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what if, What if in some, uh, aided in some supernatural way, she, I mean, is she antagonistic against, like, the, the, like, was she being controlled by the people that were, like, prophesying her, or? I feel like because of the way the war went, they're just gone. Like, I feel like she's just alone now okay. with like a like with a culture that she has to deal with that she like like all the people who wanted it are gone we're okay. killing the night sisters again we're well, killing I think the we're night reforming sisters again. them well yeah yeah i guess i guess they we, we're, we're killing them sisters. and making them again <laughs> um yeah i mean just the fa- just by fact that they are like kind of culty like mm-hmm. I like the idea of her of her miracle forged like them like proselytizing this messiah and not realizing that the that their messiah is going to be like a messiah by by destroying them in a way. Yeah, like I feel like my thought was like they do something, she does something that flexes so hard to like prove that she is the chosen one that other factions in the galaxy maybe the demarchy i don't know maybe like other force users get really uncomfortable and like feel very threatened okay so is she oh sorry go ahead oh it definitely to me that to me reads as something that we're like the 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 maverick sortocracy would come in and be like hey this cult with a giant like demigod or whatever is evil and like they Mm -hmm. would stroll in to try to like clean up and that there's the other half of your your war yeah and then i feel like i feel like maybe the miracle forged in blood is like she wins the war very definitively but at like a very high cost to everyone involved a pyrrhic victory i like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and like oh yeah so so we're setting her up to be pretty pretty brutes yeah yeah okay cool i i i like her she's she's narbones queen i like the I like the idea of somebody winning a Pyrrhic victory and having everybody be like, what the fuck? And they're like, this is how it goes. This this rocked. I won. Yeah, I, I mostly like the idea of like her being everything they wanted. It's like, I like her being a monkey's paw, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. Um, Ooh, I like the idea of her like sacrificing the Night Sisters to yeah. win. Yep. And the Night Sisters are like down for it too, right? Because that's what they mm-hmm. want. They're like, hell yeah. Damn. I think it's maybe less a hell yeah and more of a like, 
this is kind of like a reap what we sow situation. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is a maybe we flew too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah, as the force wave is about to envelop them, they're like, yeah, this tracks. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like they're not upset about it, though. I feel like it's not like a regretful thing. It's just like a, this is the only way it could have gone. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Not very nihilistic. All right. All right. Cool. So now she's just there. Um, how heavily does she def- like push back the Maverick Sortocracy? Like, are they like, are they in shambles, or are they like, well, we tried, and so we're just gonna kind of fuck off now. <laughs> Like, we're not going to bother them for a little bit, but, like, I mean, we are, like, trying to figure it out. <laughs> I like... I like <laughs> everybody being as ragtag as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially it being a Pyrrhic victory. Like, like if, the Ma- if the, you know, if the Mavericks lost that hard, like, they're definitely, mm-hmm. like, on the run to figure out where to... Not, not necessarily on the run, but they're trying to lick the, their wounds as fast as possible. They're in a rebuilding effort, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's a Damn crown, all counts. right. <laughs> all right, so Vita has gone, Seth has gone, now is me and next is Caitlin, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what we have here. The magician, skillful and clever, a scientist, a pragmatist, or the magician, smoke and mirrors, an entertaining liar, misdirection, and sleight of hand. Um, What year are we in? What year did this happen? 15. So... Let me tell you the story of a uh, a young bounty hunter girl who uh, was raised by her two mothers. Uh, one of those was a bounty hunter, and the other was an eco-terrorist. Yay! <laughs> um, she is a... She's someone who grew up not in war, but in combat, and always fighting for something like... Always fighting to make things better. You know what I mean? That is just the way that like she was raised. It's like, how can we fix what is happening here? How can we like like what in this shit is going bad? And how can we find the rot, cut it out, so that way we can continue to push forward? And in this universe, where isn't there rot? <laughs> and so she she is uh I don't think she's leading the green wave. I think that she is like a member. She is like still a member of the Green Wave, which is still going around the galaxy trying to um revitalize old planets. And after like the offensive on Nalhutta uh years and years ago, I think that like they're now pushing into like even more dangerous planets. I think that they're like, hey, it sucks shit that in on Tatooine there's no water. What if we go fix that? Hey, it's weird that Malachor 5 is a weird force husk. Let's go fix that. Hey, can we bring back Alderaan? Like, they're, like, out here trying to do, like, big-scale things at this point. Like, change life for the better. Um, And I think that this girl is at the core of it. Because she is, like, she is so good at, like, pointing at something and going, this is, if we follow this path, it will tear us apart. If we follow, like, this path, it's going to lead us into a dangerous corner. Like, she is someone who is a professional, and using, like, the things that Allura and Adara both taught her, um, she is, like, able to, like, she has risen so far beyond what both of her, like, fantastic mothers did. And now, sitting in this world where, like, go even further into the future a little bit, sitting in this world where she is, uh, where someone else has just another, like, priest figure 
has wiped out a huge section of stuff. Um, like, a huge, like, where, sorry, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm on something. My brain is spinning. Um, in a world where Almada has just done a huge act in wiping out two sides of a war, I think that there are other people who look and have kind of like, while not buying into the Night Sisters Chosen One argument, have been like, well, what if she's not even the one? You know, there's naysayers out there. Yeah. I think that there are different people pushing and like, no, our person is the person. And I think that there are people going like, Ando Keen is like the greatest like force for good in this galaxy. There are people going, Omada Shant Omada is like the fucking person. She is out here. You can't even fault it that she is like out here being the best of us. And I think that down here, uh uh my allergies are here. Oh, do not worry. Uh down here, this person who I'm looking around my room to name her because that's how i name things is i just look at things in my room and then move around letters until it's I mean, there that's a great great method for star wars honestly uh-huh oh i just named someone something recently is endara fester anything like her last name is fester her mother's name was fest her mother's names were Fe her mother one of her mother's names were fester allura never had one um endara is that something endara fester is championed by the green wave as their uh as like, no, this is the person. You don't have to look for someone doing big magic out there. You don't have to look for like the leader of like a bunch of like war-loving clowns. Like what you need is somebody down here doing the hard work, doing like the actual stuff to like make planets physically better. <laughs> that's that's my thing. Is introducing Andara Fester and her work with the uh the Green Wave. Her mom was a Nazi killer. Her mom was an eco-terrorist. OTP! She has a chosen one. <laughs> Fucking shit put on her. Alright. Caitlin. Yes, I'm ready. Sorry, let me pull the Discord back up so I can actually see the card. It's okay. We're at, this is great because like, we're at like near where we're like ending, and we mm. have some cool NPCs yes. that are like now like going to be acting in our world. And Kate and Caitlin, the one that you are going to be working with, is the siren. Oh, a strangled scream, a klaxon wailing in the fog, a message scrawled in blood, or a warning unheeded, jagged stones mistaken for a safe harbor. Ooh. That is sick. Yeah. Something is calling to Olamada. I think Olamada. Siren. Uh, I think. I think I think something that is in the same vein as the shroud but is not the shroud is mm -hmm. screaming bloody murder in space and only Almada is hearing it mm -hmm. and that's like pushing her in a direction of like trying to figure out what this warning is um and like Kind of like I feel like like because she's so fucking tired from like having just like brutally won a war, I feel like she's like and now that she's alone, she's very like paranoid about how she's going to like lead what's left of her people. Mm -hmm. Um, and like so this scream like freaks her out and makes her like she gets like very fixated on trying to figure out what it's trying to say to her, but because mm -hmm. it's literally just basically like a psychic shriek, um. That's just like, hey, bad vibes, like mega bad vibes. <laughs> um, 
she's just like, I don't know what's happening, but she gets like real weird and like kind of isolated trying to figure out what it is. That is frightening. Yeah, that's that's open-ended in a very scary way. <laughs> uh, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but scary is kind of what I bring to the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. I, th- I think I think there's a lot of good uh, spooky Star-, Star Wars stuff that should be leaned into more. I draw a card, and I point to my good friend Vita, and I say, yes. how about this? Oh. The Tin Penny. A sacred tenet ridiculed, a grim bond forged without kindness or warmth, or a small and clearly counterfeit coin, a foolish fondness cheaply gained. Okay, fuck, I have no idea <laughs> for any of either of these. That's tough. I have an idea for Tin Penny for this one. Uh, yeah? My pitch is... We know that Malvino went into the, the grim dark to meet with the Shroud and commune with it. We, yeah. We don't know what happened. A grim bond yeah. forged without kindness or warmth. Is oh, in- so she did it. She communes, and that is what like brings the people back into the driver's seat of their own shit here. It's it's what like puts them back in the control room. But Oh, like, so, yeah? What does that mean? Does she like? Because we say the shroud is like not out there; it's still with these people. Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense that she right. So it's it's Tin Penny, a sacred. Please zoom in. Sorry. Ooh. Okay, yeah, so Tinpenny is sacred tenant ridiculed, a grim bond forged without kindness or warmth. So she does commune with the Shroud, and it's mm-hmm. it's the reason that those people who have gained... Uh, it's the reason why those people regained themselves, because she got... She she phoned home, I guess. <laughs> um, What does that mean? Like, what does that mean for her? Yeah. And what does that mean for the Shroud? Like, what is... How is... I think... Both of them come out of this changed somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and from looking at this card, I don't think it's for the better. Like, something happens to her. Yeah, a grim bond forged without kindness or warmth is like... I'm, I have uh, maybe a piece of an idea, but um, I the way this... I, oh, go ahead. I was just thinking, I think she's not allowed to die. Yeah, yeah. Um, like ever. I was gonna say, what if, what if, in her contacting the the shroud, the shroud sees something in her to the extent that he's like, okay, forget all of these other little creatures. I'm focusing on you. Is that too much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that that's that's good. I think that's good. And the yeah. remnants of uh, like the shrouds, like touch, still hits the people that it hit. Like that's why they still have like whatever weird powers they had. Like they still feel its presence, but like yeah, yeah, it is now the shroud has a capital H host, a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is that is kind of what I was thinking at the start of this. So thank you for putting it all out there and helping. Oh yeah, um, awesome. Yeah. That's Narbons. Got some. We got some. I think it. it I think it does something to her that was that it sees as benevolent. But if it's something like, 
it's it's it, it sees it as benevolent, but if you do that to a living person, it's very very bad. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought like she's not allowed to die in the sense that anytime she gets hurt in any way, she just like stays alive through it, which mm-hmm. is a concept that is horrifying to me. Just not being able to, you know, I love mm-hmm. that pass into the force or whatever the fuck. So does her body just like regenerate, or does she keep any damage? I think she, I think B. I think she does keep damage. Ooh, so she just looks real fucked up. <laughs> she just looks real fucked up. She, and and she wears putting... a mask, so you yeah. would know. Yeah, yep. Vita, yep. that's very yep. good. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Wow. All right, Malvina, you had a you had a rough one in this story, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> uh and, Would I uh, still wife her? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. She could murder me. She right. could murder me and I would thank her. <laughs> Looking Same. at the clock, I think this is our last turn. So, cool. Vita, are you all right with that was your last turn? Yeah, that's fine. Then Seth. Oh, boy. Glacier, the tip of an iceberg, a grave underestimation. Or Glacier. Eons past frozen in ice, glacial drift slowly carving canyons. This has to. This we're not overwrought on the on the eco and force heal like force nature healing stuff, right? Because that's where I'm leaning. But if we need something else filled out, I can. I like the green wave a lot. <laughs> okay. So, so here's the deal. I'm trying to figure out how I want this to because grave doesn't fit quite with it, and this the aeons past frozen and ice one can kind of fit with it, but this is bringing out an idea. D that feels like the, like the, what's the word? Resolution for where that force healing thing was going in the first place, which is I, I kind of like the idea of where there was a technical technological Death Star, there is the ability to have a force bound, and this is very metaphorical, not literal, but uh, like mm-hmm. a life star. Like what if, what if through this there is an ability to uh, go to a completely dead world and rejuvenate it. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Oh, S- Seth, do they rejuvenate Ilum? <laughs> uh, I'm not familiar with Ilum. I know the name. Ilum is where the kyber crystals were originally found by the clones, by like the Jedi in the Clone Wars. It's a planet that was like mined to shit for its kyber crystals for I'm the sorry. Death Star. Wave two of Crystal Planet. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, and 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 like and like what a, it's got to be, you know, it can't be like super super easy to do, but like mm-hmm. what a what a that shakes shit up so hard to be like we could just make new new resources on a planet wide scale. And heal Ilum. That I don't is... even know. That's got to have uh, trickle down repercussions too, but I don't know what those are yet. I love that. Like that is just that's just good. Like I yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> cool. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Burster. <laughs> so we have what is what is uh Indara's connection with that as a member of the Green Wave? Is that like a bat does she see that as a good thing to revive a dead world, or does she see it as a like, hey, maybe we're maybe we're kind of Yeah, are we Jura- are we Jurassic Parking this? Um, I mean, it's got to be both, right? That sounds like a that sounds like good conflict. 
where it's mm-hmm. like this seemingly very good thing could have repercussions. Um, I don't know. I, I my first instinct was to have the like the um, the green wave. Wait, how separated is the the green wave? Literally, are the force healers, right? Yeah, they are. They are the force healed okay, healers. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this is their their bag. I don't know. And like, but my question is, it's it's their bag, but does uh does Andara as someone that we have have called out as someone who can see like who looks down the path, look looks at the big picture, and then goes like, is this an okay path for us to be on, or will this lead us to ruin, or will this lead us to trouble? Like. How does she see what is honest? Like what what is to a lot of people in here, in their group, the uh like, the final step of their their fucking plan. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I actually need the I need the the players in my mind then, like the actors going on right now, because because you're talking about Andara, which is the child of Laura and Andara, mm-hmm. or am I crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then and then there's. There's Andara, there's Andara, who's leading the Green Wave. We don't have any other members of the Green Wave besides, like, her parents, which at this point were, like, years and years and years beyond. Yeah. Um, like Jin Harloa kind of and didn't do much except for a split off. Jen so I don't know if I want to bring them back in. I kind of want to bring them back in, but I don't know the timeline. What was that? Who, are th- who is Jen Harloa? Jen Harloa was the... Um, the... I don't know if it was the second student of the hermit. That's it. That's it. No. Uh. Yeah. Jen Har. Jen Harloa was also one of the eco warriors, and so that is 150 years. So it's that. That's this is a uh, 35 years, maybe 45 years from then. Okay. She. She. We didn't like. Uh. We kind of made them so like the green wave like followed them, and then we. I think we kind of attributed what they did to Allura. I think I we forgot that Jen Harlow existed. <laughs> yeah. So, so they are they are still there. Hypothetically, they could still be leading. I'm gonna make it don't worry, because I'm gonna make a doc of every character and like the factions and shit to like so we can have this all organized and make sense. Yeah. Cause now this... we're we're we are in the fucking weeds. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot. I'm excited. Which is good. This is exactly where we want to be. Alright, cool. I'm down with that. Unbroken mold for me. Obscure magic made commonplace by industrial might. Or return to tradition, a piece, a perfect duplicate to replace instead of repair. Um, the, the underside, I don't have like a specific idea, but maybe this, this might help. Because I feel like return to tradition to replace instead of repair. That mm-hmm. seems to me like there was something that, that was around that isn't around anymore that somebody brings back without changing. Or something. Yeah, this huh. kind of makes the me Republic. think of the. Uh, oh. Do you say yeah. the Republic? I did say the Republic. Yeah. I... Yeah, this makes me think. Yeah, of like government. Since the I forgot what our, our government was. Uh, the Maverick, got which... their ass just beat. I like that, and so they go and they're like, "Hey, we like, like the Mavericks are still like out there do are still trying to do their shit, but like." the idea of return to tradition, a perfect duplicate to replace instead of repair, like instead of that, like the other people are like, let's do a Republic again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like 
the how people are when it's like you'll get nostalgic for a former regime because you mm. were young back mm -hmm. then and you remember it as being way better than it was. Shout out to my mom uh, <laughs> <laughs> and former Yugoslavia. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I think people are just like, hey, remember the Republic? Remember how we were all like had jobs and roofs over our heads and stuff? Like, sure. I mean, we were oppressed and like it wasn't really working. <laughs> But People hey. keep getting blown up. According to this history yeah. book, that we they didn't wrote, have weird religious figures murdering everyone. Yeah, 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 that's a really good point, actually. We didn't have weird religious figures murdering everyone. They say about the Republic that had Anakin <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, like 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 they definitely are reading the history books that the, that they wrote. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wow, this yeah, looks yeah. very shiny. Oh, that's so fucking good. I love that. So I love the Republic as a. As a small up and comer, not necessarily mm -hmm. small, but it's but new. Like instead but of the yeah, yeah. instead of the old, instead of the olds, old cards, not the right phrase, old, whatever. Yeah, the the is the revi is the revived republic too fucking like on the nose of a name for for what they take on. I mean, the the I don't know if there's any other connotations that would make this bad, but revival in general is really good. I was like, man, we can't yeah. say new republic, but like revival is a really cool word for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. The revival is new republic already a Star Wars thing. Yeah, yeah. The, yep, it the, is right. The, oh yeah. There's the old republic. There's the not so old republic. There's the republic. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, wait. Well. The not so old republic. That's a canonical name. You're not just uh, clowning. I don't think that is. I, I there's another name for it. Uh, okay. It's where like the new stories are going to be start being told. From what I understand about how Star Wars is moving forward, hmm. um, I need to know who the chancellor of the revival is. I have more names. Um, <laughs> hit me with a name, yeah, because I don't think we have anybody that is still. What if it's a uh? Hold on a second. Let me just let me just map out some timelines here. Uh, <laughs> let me just think about something here. They're one here. They're they're born there. They'll be the same age as Poe, which means they get to about this. Age. Hey Google, how long do Twi'leks live? Expected to live twenty years old. Are you kidding? Fuck off. No, Twi'leks can't only live to be twenty. That's bullshit. I know, I agree. That is stupid as hell. When did we get to the shroud? The shroud touch? Okay. 115 years. Ugh, it's gonna be too long for my... All Twi'leks who are exposed to the shroud now live for a long time. Yeah, well, <laughs> Ooh, so here's what I'm good. pitching. There was a rebellion leader, like, a, a, like in the, the original rebellion, there was a, a person by the name of Hera Syndulla. Mm -hmm. um, she has a child named Jason Syndulla, um, who then, like, as she, like, who is like one at like uh once uh like at the end of the trilogy I think is like a little baby. He grows and grows and grows, is in touch with the force. Then like boom hits like the shroud. I think that's too far away. I think maybe he has a kid that like this this like a uh, like and like we follow the Sindula line a little bit and like, ah, my grandmother was a great fucking soldier and general of the Republic of the original Republic, like in the re in the resistance. And then like my father worked with the Republic. Like it's someone pitching their fucking bloodline. You know what I mean? 
mm-hmm. and like maybe they're good, maybe they're cool, maybe they can see this through. But like, they're I don't know their name, but it's something Sindula, and they mm-hmm. are a Twi'lek. So if it's Hera and Jason, then it should be something from Greek mythology again. That's that has that's a to good do call. That. <laughs> Greek mythology. Mythological Artemis. Name. Artemis Sandula fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> they are a uh, a green Twi'lek. Uh they uh have like a fucking like they um they wear a headband that has like uh jag eyes on it, which is a Star Wars thing, which to me, the viewer who watched Rebels, looks a lot like Kanan's faceplate. Um, like oh, they have, like they fucking rule. Yeah, Chancellor Artemis Sandula, are we down with that? Yes, Absolutely. hell yeah. All right, I feel good. And now for the final, <laughs> the final piece in our puzzle, Caitlin. Yeet. Hit me with the Polaris, an oh. immutable fact, an immovable object, or the North Star, a lighthouse. Words to live by. I think that what's her face? A uh, dusk runner, mask lady. Mm-hmm. Yep. Malvina. Malvina, like the Malvina. officially the shrouded. Uh, the shroud. Malvina, the shrouded. Um, I think she just shows up at mm-hmm. the new Senate during mm-hmm. like a hearing, mm-hmm. and basically just kind of like drops, like like you know the tentacle god. Uh, episode of Futurama. It's kind of like that, but like not silly. Like she's just like, hey, like the shrouded is a thing. It exists. Like it has dominion over the universe, and like y'all need to accept that because Damn. like shit's coming. So she comes in and like pitches the shroud as like not only like a weird force being, but like a like like she comes in as its arbiter and is like it's coming. Yeah, well, and it, even, like, I, I guess less of its, of its coming, but, like, it's here. Like, it is, it has been here, it is here. Like, the universe belongs to the Shroud. Oh, okay. So she is full-on, like, saying, like, uh, y'all need to... She's she's pitching another, like, to the eyes of the Senate at this point, pitching the eyes of another Chosen One kind of thing. Another, like, Messiah figure, but her Messiah is the Shroud, which is already here, and this is a bygone, this is a foregone fact. Yeah, like, all of the past years have been it getting, like, getting strong and getting comfy and, like, establishing an agenda, and, like, now that an agenda is going to be enacted. Like, that is the immovable object. Hmm. And that, that is one of the things we are pitched against, then, is, is the Shroud coming, coming in. Yeah, and, like, again, like, I don't want to, like, say if the Shroud is, like, good or bad, it's just, like, I think it's operating in its own interests mm-hmm. it's, whatever a, it's a very you live you live because i permit it kind of vibe yeah well and it's just like it's like it has a thing that it wants to do and it is going to do it and whether that is good or bad is uh gonna depend on what happens i guess so okay so we have this world that we have set up now we have a few moving pieces that could be the crux of something to change we have three people that have been like championed as like these are like the great young leaders. We have Malvina who has come in and said that the shroud 
is, which is a huge fucking force entity out in wild space, is here and is like, fuck it, is, is, is the one true being. Like, the rest of us are simply taking up its space and we have to just deal with that. <laughs> do not give up. Do, I mean, do not, uh, do not assume that you are better than the Shroud. Right? Am I reading that right? Yeah, it's basically just like ex- like embrace the shroud or perish. Mm-hmm. We have the Mavericks, who is uh, Ando Keen's group that are like how like again like basically mercenaries, but they're the good guy mercenaries. Green Wave eco terrorists, the revival. We have uh, the knights. We don't have the Night Sister Cult anymore. We have Ulmada Chantorum, who's left alone. Um. So we have a nice, hefty mix of shit happening. My proposal... We also have the Bone Eaters, definitely, yes, still. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's right. The Bone Eaters are still just fucking out here, huh? Yeah, nobody's <laughs> done shit about the Bone Eaters. Yep. They're still, they're still like, a weird Freddy Krueger monster that haunts your, like, the, like the dreams of Force Eaters. Of Force, uh, Force Folk. My pitch is I want to pull one more card, and I want that to be an inciting incident for this season. This mm. is what, like, is the crux that moves us forward. We already have a lot on the table, so I understand if we don't want to do it, we just want to go like, alright, no, this is it, we good. But, what do you think of that? Do it. Yeah. All right. Worst case scenario, it doesn't land, and we can, we can decide. Exactly. Hunter. Fur-laden and sharp eyes, color of herds, harbinger of extinction. Cool. The wolf in the woods, the monster in the water. Uh, what do we this think has this means? Big bone eater energy, IMO. This does have <laughs> yeah, big same. bone eater energy. Do the bone eaters also like make a big public fucking like show of power in um maybe like they can't kill Malvina straight up? Like, do they like? What do they do? Does Omada like fucking like? Do they come for Omada and Omada just fucking curbs them, like gets them to the heel? The Harbinger of Extinction one feels more endgamey to me than it does like Same. inciting incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Wolf in the Woods and the Monster in the Water feels like um something that that you know is a threat but you can't see yet like you know yeah when you look at the lake you know that there's something underneath the lake when you look at the woods you know that there's something bad in the woods and that you shouldn't go on the lake or into the woods mm-hmm. so what if That's it's what like it sounds like to me what if it's like <sighs> i i feel like it should be something where like the presence of the bone eaters is very very obvious and like a known danger Mm -hmm. um and like having to have characters like deal with that but that's like too broad well i I like that and also if i can add one thing um just to try to pull the the hadari thing back through like Mm -hmm. i like the idea that the bone eaters are uh, are um special and uh, in the in the sense that they are kind of rarer they're they're not like a huge huge group but they kind of build the hadari around them and the hadari mm-hmm. start bringing people to them instead of the bone eaters going out to search stuff 
Ooh, what if it's like a mass execution of like all of the Force sensitives in like a big city from the Hagari? Yeah. Oh my god. That sucks. Yeah. The first big move. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. And then it's like all of the factions having to like deal, deal with, with that. that. <laughs> all right. You sound so harrowed. <laughs> we have made Star Wars cool. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Um, it took took us a minute. We have our world. Um and now we are going to make characters and we are going to play in here. Um we're going to play in the sandbox that we created. So um this is super fucking exciting. We'll see y'all, the listener, soon with that actual game. Um, fuck, I'm reeling. I'm so excited. I've got to organize <laughs> all this information and then, like, process it. But, Caitlin. Yes, Riley. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on twitter.com at cgn8rs and on uppercutcrit.com. Vida. You can find me on Twitter at Vida is online. Seth. Uh, you could potentially find me pacing back and forth in my house blasting Star Wars for the next three hours. Alternatively, <laughs> uh, you could find me on Twitter at uh, sender. That's uh underscore sender. And you can find me on Twitter at RevRyeBread. That's Rev like Reverend, RyeBread like RyeBread. You can find the games I make at LinkSmithGames.com. Uh, fuck yes, dude. I'm y- Y'all, I'm so excited. This is gonna rule. Um, but yeah. Until next time, fuck Star Wars. Fuck Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>